We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He's destined to get knocked out by Jake Paul. She's destined to film it. They are Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Getting closer and closer to the coaching matchup that we've all been waiting for. Sean Payton versus Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. <laughs> I, I don't know if everyone's been waiting for that particular coaching matchup. Oh, they're waiting. Uh, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. The new morning show right here on CBS Sports Radio. So glad to have you with us. we got a lot to get to today. But this is where we start because... The Sean Payton era in Denver has been nothing short of embarrassing. And I understand that it's four games in and that they are one and three. It took a 21-point comeback against easily the worst team in the NFL and the Chicago Bears to even get that first win. They have already lost by 50 points to the Miami Dolphins, who then went and lost to the Buffalo Bills. So this is not the Miami Dolphins, the Mercury Morris going 17-0 Dolphins here. They've had some seriously embarrassing losses. And I mentioned the coaching thing, Perloff, because Sean Payton stepped in it before he even coached a game, before he even coached his first loss. And that was when he took on Nathaniel Hackett and said that he was basically the worst coach the NFL's ever seen. Okay, so who you know who else said that Nathaniel Hackett was the worst head coach that they've ever seen? You yeah, yeah, me. and every single human <laughs> being in the media. So why are you calling out Sean Payton for that? He was honest in one moment, which is a Sean Payton thing. Remember, he's Bill Parcells' protege. Yeah. So he's honest. I, was he wrong about Nathaniel Hackett as a head coach? Well, right now, Nathaniel Hackett is actually did put a more representative product on the field through four games than Sean Payton has. What is in New York? Nathaniel Hackett, the Jets no, no, offensive coordinator. No, I'm talking coordinator. about last year when oh, he was the head coach year. of the Broncos. Oh, okay. They at least were 2-2. Two and two. Their defense oh, last okay. year in 10 different contests held their opponents to under 20 points. I know Sean Payton is the offensive guy, yeah. but that doesn't mean you totally have no fingerprints on the defense or it's not your problem or you don't get any backlash when your defense stinks. Their defense stinks, and what's worse, they don't seem interested in tackling. That is a head coach thing because – they released Randy Gregory yesterday. That was a mistake. You know, they signed him to a massive contract, like five years, 70 million, whatever. He's if they, if they don't think he's giving max effort, that's totally fine. Get rid of him. It probably sends a better message to your locker room anyway. So maybe give a point to, to Peyton there. But you have a team that is admitting they're pointing fingers at each other. That's on the head coach. That's the Sean Payton yeah. culture builder. Like, I know it's not going to snap your fingers happen overnight, but can it happen? Uh, can we see a little bit of it? Just a little. Yesterday at Broncos practice, five guys came back who've been hurt. Josie Jewell, who's awesome. Justin Simmons, who's good. PJ Locke. Baron Browning, who's awesome. And Frank Clark, who's awesome. This is a thing with Denver that people do not realize. Last year, everybody was hurt. Right. This year, it starts out, Sean Payton's entire roster has a cue next to it for questionable everybody's been hurt. So basically, they're all coming back. They could cut Randy Gregory. They're paying $10 million to Randy Gregory this year. He was that bad to get him out of the building. Yeah, they caught him. Send a message. Yep. So you got to give a coach like Sean Payton time 
to shape this roster. It's the NFL. You don't just come in in day one and have your team on the field ready to go. You got to give Sean Payton time. They spent a quarter of a billion dollars in free agency. Talk about shaping the roster. They've done nothing but try to get players in that Sean Payton wanted, I presume, or at least that Sean Payton signed off on. But now that he's going to have, he hasn't had a full roster. And also, okay. by the way, you want to know thing who about, else doesn't have a full roster? Lots of guys in the NFL. Yeah, like, and they all are in trouble. If you have um, a bunch of injuries, then you lose football games. Pete Carroll was down three offensive linemen. Yeah, and he played the Giants. <laughs> okay, and well, they scored 17 points on offense. Listen, it's not like the Denver Broncos have had this murderer's row of a schedule so I know far. That they had an embarrassing loss to the Dolphins, but it was 100 degrees, and they were sitting in the sun. That was a clear, oh my gosh, okay. it's way too hot to play football. <laughs> yeah. We do not want to be here. We're from Denver. It's mountain air. Yeah, that's you know, the, uh, the dome team. Uh, Sean Payton all those years in New Orleans, it, it I guess, just, can't play in the weather now. Too, they're used to the cold, chilly nights in Denver to go to the 100 degrees Miami. That was not fair, and I love the way the Dolphins have them sitting in the sun. Okay, that was one bad loss, but there um, are some good things this they year. They blew a lead to the Commanders. Commanders are good. Uh, eh, are they? They're not bad, but they're not right. good. But and the, Las Vegas is a train wreck, and they lost to them in the season opener. No, I know. It's a season opener. You're, you're judging Sean Payton too quickly. Nobody mm. thought that the Denver Broncos were challenging for the Super Bowl this year. I did not see one person predict them going far or not, anywhere. Not about the Super Bowl, but I think you yep. you thought it was going to come in and look a lot better than it did under Nathaniel Hackett. And through four games, it really doesn't but, look a lot better. Okay, Sean Payton isn't dialing up 64-yard field goals to try to win a game, which Sean, which Nathaniel Hackett did, which was dumb, but it hasn't been good. Okay, if I told you this, though, that Russell Wilson, you saw Russell Wilson last year, and you criticized him as well. Everybody yeah, did. He was sure. not good. If I told he you he, he has 1,000 yards passing through the first three games, nine touchdowns, two picks, he's third in the entire NFL in passer rating. That's one spot above your guy, Josh Allen, and the yeah. Buffalo Bills. And what do they have to show for I'm just saying, Sean Payton's an offensive guy. He is, already looks like he's fixing Russell Wilson. Wilson looks much more comfortable, much more. First of all, Wilson can't even run, but his numbers are great. Does that mean anything to you? Uh, it means, and I believe that no one even thinks that Russell Wilson will probably be the quarterback for the Denver Broncos well, I gotta next year. Tell you. So you're basically fixing him for what? Like, there's so many people who believe that if the Denver Bron- Broncos continue to lose, that perhaps Sean Payton would try to get his different quarterback in there. Maybe so. Or it could mean if the Broncos fix this, they get to 500 and he's in the top, like he might get that MVP vote. I mean, his numbers are sick right now and he looks really accurate. He's had injuries all over to deal with. Jerry Judy's been hurt. Greg Dulcich, who he loves, has been hurt. I think Russell Wilson looks much better. And Sean Payton, who cares about the defense? He's Sean Payton. Yeah, but he has, he has nothing to care to do about the defense because they don't care. Do you, remember that's, any that's Sean Payton, do you remember any Sean Payton defenses in New Orleans? Just the one with Greg Williams and all that bounty stuff. Yeah, bounty. So Sean Payton's an offensive guy. And I just think that they're already signed through a few games that they're fixing a lot of things there. Okay, but that's what the one thing that Sean Payton had to learn when they got when he got to New Orleans. It was offense, offense, offense. And it wasn't until they finally did start getting a representative defense that they were able to go to the Super Bowl and beat Peyton Manning. I mean, you're talking about whether they're going to be able to win a lot of games this year. With what you've seen so far, they have the Jets this weekend, of course, because this is the rehash of Nathaniel Hackett versus... Uh, well, Sean Payton really shot, fired the first shot. Then they go to the Chiefs. Then Green Bay, Chiefs again, at the Bills. Minnesota, Cleveland, Houston is now not, is not a walkover. Yep. The Chargers, Detroit, not a walkover. You're playing the Patriots. Who knows what that's going to be like? And then finish it out with the two division games with yep. the Chargers and the Raiders. Where are the wins on this schedule? Well, you have to realize you're going to see all new players because everyone's coming back from injury. 
So we have I have a lot of faith in Frank Clark. <laughs> I know well, he's a good Josie player. Josie Jewell's but, a really good player, yeah. too. And and Simmons, I, I honestly, it's going to be a different defense altogether. Physically, it's going to be different people out there. I think at some point they go on a little run. I don't think they're going to bang in the playoffs or anything like that. But the other thing, even last year, as bad as it was with Hackett, when things were going south, they played the Chiefs really tough. They could sneak away a win there. I'm telling you, do not count Sean Payton out here. It might be a case where he finally figures it out in the second half of the season. But I have a feeling at the end of the season, we're going to say, Sean Payton, the Broncos didn't make the playoffs, but ooh, there's some reason to be excited here. It's funny. I know that obviously when you give up 70 points against Miami Dolphins, it's going to skew a little bit of your stats, but their defense is last or near last in basically every statistical category. They've given up 150 points and over 1,800 yards. Guys, it's like early October. That's wild. It's so and I know it's skewed because of the Dolphins, but this is the worst defensively. If you're just looking at the defense, this is the worst four-game stretch any team has had since 1981. We're talking about a historically bad defense here. That's going to all of a sudden flip because guarantee uh, because Frank Clark. I will guarantee that that flips. I, in fact, we can make any show bet you want because they have so many players coming back. They are, they have all their veterans coming back. It's going to be way different because they last just year cut was one a, of their veterans, a Randy Gregory. Last year it was a really good defense. So, yeah, that was a really good defense. None of those guys so have been shocking. playing. Yeah, but none of those guys have been healthy. Now they're all going to s- trickle back, and at some point you're going to see something a little closer to last year. It can't be worse. Well, that's true. I'm glad you mentioned bets because, oh, boy, do we have a doozy for you tomorrow. Uh, new show, still getting to know everybody and getting to know the audience. One thing you're going to learn about us is we love a good show bet around here. Perloff and I made a bet months ago about Joe Burrow and whether or not he would take a bigger contract than Justin Herbert. Guys, this was like shooting fish in a barrel for me. I knew he was going to take more money. I bet Perloff that Joe Burrow would take more money. You thought he would take less than Justin Herbert in this sort of like Tom Brady situation. Yeah, I thought he was a team guy. I guess not. (laughs) I guess Joe Burrow is about Joe Burrow. Yeah, I know. He's just playing through a calf injury because he's so selfish. But Perloff now, because he lost that bet, has to eat a bowl of Skyline Chili, Cincinnati's finest, with no hands. Oh. That's going to happen tomorrow. Do you, What time would you like to eat this chili? About 8 o'clock is fine. Okay. I don't care. I've never had chili before 2 p.m. I, I don't eat, know how this is going to go for you. Are you a chili person? Because yeah, I, can really. eat, I can eat chili 24 hours a day. It's my favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an odd favorite food. It's so heavy. Uh, so we have the cans here. If you want to watch YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can see the goods have arrived. Right here in the studio, four cans of Cincinnati's famous Skyline Chili. Wait, are you guys on the other side of the glass? Are you guys chili fans? I mean, a nice, fresh chili. I love it. Yeah. Love a good homemade chili. So you guys, in other words, what about did, a can of chili? Did you hear what they just said? They yeah. they basically don't want to join me on this chili <laughs> adventure because yeah. it's in a can and we're going to heat it up. Yeah, I'll join you, Perloff. No hands. Well, yeah, you. I think I'll be the one who has to eat with no hands. But there's four cans here, so I'll I'll make some for you too, Pat. And <laughs> yeah. it goes, it's famous uh, in Skyline. They put it on top of spaghetti and yep. they put melted cheese on there. It should be delicious. Now, Skyline chili gets a lot of hate, and it gets some love too. Like people, it's controversial. Some people like it. It's polarizing. Yeah, very much so. Well, this is going to happen. So set an alarm. Set a reminder. Perloff goes diving face first into a bowl of Skyline chili tomorrow. And uh, I can't wait because these photos are going to live online forever. And that's why I was very happy that I didn't lose this bet. 
<laughs> you did bring up a good point. You have long hair. That would have been oh, would very have been tricky. Yeah. Maggie, New York State was saying that they're going to open up bars early on Sunday for the Bills and London game. Maybe we should start, you know, people should start opening up restaurants for chili at 8 a.m. <laughs> you want, it's like a breakfast morning chili, you know? That sounds delightful. Like a Bloody Mary, but in chili form. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, but actually at 8 a.m. with the new schedule, I've already been up for four hours. It kind of feels like lunchtime. It's almost over. (laughs) 8 a.m. to us now does take on a little bit of a different feel. But for your stomach, we've only been doing this show for three days. This is day four. This will be fine. When I ate the jar of peanut butter in our other famous food challenge. Yeah, when you became my a living stomach legend. was not right for three weeks. This <laughs> one, I'm just going to eat one can, right? I don't have to eat all four cans. There's no, there's no quantity here. No, I think one can is probably enough. So I, what do we do with the other three cans? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Boomer Sison's down the hall. He used to play for the Bengals. Maybe he wants one. Yeah, but I've never heard him say anything nice about Skyline Chili. I don't know how he feels about it, but I don't know a lot of fans. Uh, we're going to find out. 855-212-4CBS. Again, that's going to happen Tomorrow, we're going to finish out the week very strong with Perloff. Have you decided about the poncho? I keep telling you, something like a bib is not going to do anything here. You need, <laughs> a poncho? Yeah, you like to protect your clothes. Yeah, oh, I was just going to wear old clothes. You oh, think you I was, Yeah, I was actually going to wear uh, either a Maggie and Perloff t-shirt or a Phillies jersey or something to represent. <laughs> because this could, as you said, live forever on the internet. I don't want to be on a poncho and some image that's going to be found by my kids 25 years from now. Philly shirt's a good idea. Get that all saturated. Yeah, I think all of us in here get behind the Philly shirt getting defiled and defaced with uh, well, actually, salad and chili. I have a red Phillies sort of jersey shirt, and I think the chili is red. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping that it wouldn't ruin the Philly shirt. <laughs> Just kind of blend in. Well, the thing is, I do need this Philly shirt, and you guys know why. Because they're advancing to the next round. Maggie doesn't want to face it. I don't. I, I texted her last night in the middle of the night saying, we're leading with the Bryson Stott Grand Slam, <laughs> yeah. right? And she said, who? <laughs> and I said, enjoy the 104 win Atlanta Braves. Let's see how tough you're talking in a couple in a couple days. Oh, and uh, because 100 wins and MLB guarantees any playoff <laughs> yeah. success. It's actually true. <laughs> it doesn't not matter. 855-212-4CBS. We get it going with Sean Payton. I think so far it has been an embarrassment for the coach. I mean... This is what he said to defend himself. Pete, can we play the latte defense? My favorite. He airs out Nathaniel Hackett, says that he's the worst worst coach basically in the history of the NFL, and then walks it back because he had too much coffee. Two lattes in the morning. First first one I see, and 40 minutes later, I'm, I'm regretting it. <laughs> I mean, dude's been coaching the NFL his whole life, but two cup of, cups of coffee, and all of a sudden he's flying off the handle. This is ridiculous. You killed Nathaniel Hackett forever. Yeah. So That was me on the radio. Sean Payton was saying that to support Russell Wilson. And as bad as the Broncos have been, at least Russell Wilson looks good. I, I think I'll struggle a little bit against the Jets. It's the first good defense he's seen in a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can we face somebody? I mean, I thought the commander's defense was going to be very good this year. but I'm, I will laugh so hard. If they go to – they win nine games somehow this year, and Russell Wilson has this ridiculous pass rating, watch him get his first MVP vote. <laughs> People are sleeping on the fact that Russell Wilson is – dropping dimes all over the field. It helps when you play bad defenses. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to the Maggie and Perloff show. Maggie, I learned a lot about my Philadelphia Phillies last night. Starting with the fact that JT Realmuto's real name is Jacob Tyler. Because yeah. the, did anybody know that? The Phillies tweet out Jacob Tyler with the home run. I'm like, Jacob Tyler? Is that some sort of prospect that I've never heard of? <laughs> I was watching the game. I'm like, there's nobody named Jacob Tyler who hit the home run. Then it's like, JT. Finally, it was like a puzzle. And I figured out that's who they were talking about. <laughs> Man, this lack of sleep is really getting to your brain. I mean, that, that did, one really threw you for a loop. Wait, did anyone here know JT? Bogus, you're here. Did you know JT Riamulto's real name? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody knew JT Riamulto's. No one has ever referred to him as Jacob. Well, he doesn't look why? like a Jacob. Because nobody cares. I don't know. I mean, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> he's like a five-time. What are you talking about? No, he's a big I star. Want, I, I, I think he's a great player, but I, his name is just two first names, and so we made him initials. I don't know. It's not I don't that know. cool to me. I think it's really interesting to go. You just are so anti-Phillies, man. He could be Jake Realmuto. Oh, you the same career. This guy was the second baseman on the Mets. We could have a forty-minute conversation <laughs> about this right now. You were just anti-Phillies, yeah. and I, I could I tell am. you're even rooting for the Atlanta Braves. I aren't think you? I am. I was thinking about that. Oh, this is weird. The enemy of my enemy is my friend, and I think that's what's going on. That is, I can't believe you. You basically you don't love the underdog Phillies here against the big bad mighty Braves. No, I don't. Well, and Maggie, I, since you're a Mets fan, I think yeah. it just makes sense rooting for your dad. Your daddy's the the Braves. Yeah, thank you for that, Pat. Well, That's good. <laughs> they've been everybody's dad. And uh, not in postseason. I mean, a couple years ago, but I'm not scared of the Braves. You should be. Uh, it's this historic is, this... what they're doing this season. I know baseball's wonky and weird, but this one is real. And talk about overcoming injuries. We're talking about the Denver Broncos in the first segment and how uh, Perloff thinks they're going to turn things around because you know Frank Clark and Josie Jewell are coming back, even though they have a historically terrible defense through the first four weeks. However, like the Braves have had m- multiple injuries to so their pitching staff, they're still amazing, and yeah. the offense goes without saying they're amazing, they're incredible. As someone who has followed the Dodgers closely for a few years, regular season win totals do not read too much of them. Playoff baseball is bananas. Yeah, but it you does, also don't get home field advantage now. You're Philly mm. faithful. You know, fanatic stuff is all going to... Phillies won 87 games last year and made it to Game 6 of the World Series. There's no rhyme or reason here. <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe the Braves will win, but this is a, a very hard to predict yeah, Pearl, postseason. Do you have, like, an arrogance because you beat them last year? Oh, yeah. are you kidding me? I'm not scared of that. The Braves, any team that wins 104 games, this basically because of Maggie's Mets last year. Thank you. I think that that's like almost... I did something. It's almost a bad thing in today's <laughs> baseball game. Yeah. The, you know, the Dodgers won 100 games. Does that give you more faith in them in the postseason? It's just something really different. The Phillies only won 90 games this year, but they sort of were preparing for the postseason the last few weeks. They're getting their rotation set. I have a lot of confidence. I think this is going to be a really competitive series. It's funny. Somehow you have a lot of confidence, yet you admit that baseball is basically the most unpredictable postseason, maybe outside of hockey that we have. I just think that the Braves with 104 wins are going to be a little tighter here. I think the Phillies are going to play loose because they're sort of like this gang of misfits. They have that does, vibe. Does Acuna Jr. look like someone who's ever playing tight to you? I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of expectations for this year's Braves. I don't know. They've won a World Series rather recently. I mean, I don't think they're feeling that kind of pressure. Well, anyway. the, one, the one thing about the Braves, one through nine, like you kind of got to pitch around everybody there. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. Like their eight hitter has 36 homers <laughs> and a thousand OPS. Yeah. It's a little bit of a problem. Has anyone really we figured out what's going on? I mean, this is a really unbelievable season. It is ridiculous. That lineup, Olsen, I, he terrifies me. Yeah, he but 
again, I, I honestly think you look at this wild card round. Did anybody predict that we'd have all sweeps? It, it is just very, very, very unpredictable, chaotic. I love it, but I, I honestly I feel more confident than I did last year. I have no idea why. I'm probably an idiot. You know what I really dislike about postseason baseball, and we'll get to bogus in the headlines in just a moment. This is what I dislike about postseason baseball: that the Mets are never there. Well, mm. <laughs> again, thank you. This is what I dislike about it. I dislike the fact that the like preconceived roadmap of how a manager is supposed to manage like gets in the way of what's actually happening in the game. Like it happened last night again with Schneider from the Blue Jays takes out Barrios who's pitching great because they have this pre-assigned plan of how they're going to get through the game and meanwhile it completely backfires because your pitcher was actually doing well and because you pre-assigned the fact that he has got to get pulled after 45 pitches or whatever, whatever it was going to be, it completely blew up in their faces. That bothers me to no end. Uh, analytics, fine. It's part of the game. I'm cool with it. But to this degree, is infuriating. And if I was talking to any Blue Jays fans here, they yeah. would know exactly what I'm talking Man, about. Man, that must have really kept you up at night. <laughs> no. Maggie came in. She was cursing out the Blue Jays manager. Oh, so man. Upset. That son of a... Yeah. I no, can't no. believe he did this. My Blue Jays. You know what, I, what really is uh, keeping me up at night? And this is new because you and I are new to a morning show. Yeah. It's our very first week doing mornings here on CBS Sports Radio. I didn't realize I wasn't going to trust my alarm clock. Yeah. And this has now become my biggest oh. thing. I said it. I show it to my husband. I'm like, you see, this is set. I've set the multiple alarms. My house is basically booby-trapped with alarms, and I still don't trust they're going to go off. I have the same problem. I wake up on the hour, every hour, look at the clock. Yes. Uh, don't worry. Soon you will be so exhausted. <laughs> That you'll actually forget to set your alarms. That's another problem. No, <laughs> no, no. no. I hit a wall last night. There was three things I was supposed to do last night. I was 0 for 3. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I'm, I definitely, in the afternoons, I'm in a bit of a haze. What were those three things? Well, one of them. Text back our guest for yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. totally blew it on our I kind of screwed, screwed that up. Yeah. We had a major celebrity book for tomorrow to do NFL picks. Pearl, I forgot to text him back. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and everything at home, uh, the house is chaos without me sort of contributing. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just a, like a lump on the couch. Yeah. Uh, it's like the kid at swim practice with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, did you take, did you take your, <laughs> I got a text from hey, uh, did you take your daughter to this? Um, nope. <laughs> I was I supposed to. Have you looked at your phone in the last three hours? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just been walking around in a haze, like what time is it? <laughs> yeah, yesterday, so this is our what, fourth day? Yep. It really hit me yesterday. Finally, I realized, oh, man, this is an adjustment. But I feel great in the morning. Yeah, I, like, during I feel the show, I way feel better. phenomenal. Three o'clock, we did the three to six Eastern. I was exhausted by three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but now I feel I feel great. It's just the, the afternoons. Do you guys do anything after the show? Like, are you productive at all? <laughs> I try yes. to be. Yes. I usually go home and nap right after this and then, like, kind of reset my day. Go to the gym, yeah. eat. Pat is, normal human things. Pat is also single with no kids. Exactly. You Pat doesn't care. Well, yeah, baby, that's right. Let's go down that road. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I'm a jogger. I'm a runner, and yeah. I haven't had the energy to run in the afternoon. Will that come back? I think you need to force yourself because the jogging will give you energy. Yeah. Yeah. You got to force yourself to to do something. And I told Maggie this: you gotta you gotta leave here. That's my number one advice. Don't linger here. Mm. If you need to do actual things, like text a, fa a famous person, do that. <laughs> yes. But like by 1030, 1045, you need to be out of the building. Yep. Get out of here. Outdoor. Get home. 
take their nap right away or do your stuff right away and then take a little nap. You also have to find out the right length of nap for you. Everybody's yeah. different. Yeah. You don't want to nap too long because then you mess up nighttime, but you want to take enough of a nap you to give yourself refreshed. a reset. Yeah. This is a formula. This is a lot. Okay. I've been doing this for decades. Did you see J.J. Watt in Hard Knocks? I was trying to channel J.J. Watt. Yeah. He took multiple <laughs> mini naps and was in the best shape of his life. How do you do that? <laughs> also, now that I have to take a nap, I find that I have dreams at night, and now I have afternoon nap dreams. Yeah. And they're both riddled with anxiety. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this has been great. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here with all of the latest headlines. Good morning, Bo. You know, also, too, you guys deserve credit for the fact that you're also adding an hour of show. It's earlier and it's four hours as opposed to three. It's, Listen, it's extra heavy lifting. You're talking to Terminator and Terminator 2 right here. We're just, we're, we're machines. Haven't even noticed. Yeah, we're just eating oh, yeah. innings. We <laughs> that love nine it. to ten? Three hours wasn't enough. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I, w- I wouldn't have been able to get out uh, in all that Blue Jays stuff yeah. if we were only three hours. Talk that- to me in the third week of July, Bogus. <laughs> <laughs> Canada's fired up still this morning. I know. All Calling that for stuff firing. Gets, gets left on the cutting room floor. Now I got room to talk about the Blue Jays. It was a weird Little League strategy. Like, everyone's got to play. They don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're good. Let them pitch. Yeah, how about your best guys when yeah. you're out facing elimination? Yeah. And hit, too. I mean, I think that's the one thing they or could... Or don't get picked off at second when you're Vlad There's Guerrero also Jr. that. But let's that? begin with the Marlins, okay. who, not surprisingly, were useless. Lefty on lefty. The infield is in. And the pitch to Bryson. Fastball hit in the air. Deep to right field. Going back is Sanchez. He's going to just watch it go! A grand slam for Bryson Stott! He has lifted the roof off the building. See, this is why no one likes Tom McCarthy or the Phillies. (laughs) They're liars. There's no roof on that place. Bryson Stott didn't lift the roof (laughs) because there isn't one on Citizens Bank Park. We're not dummies. I actually have an issue with the Marlins outfielder, and this is one I've had for a long time. The right fielder just stood there and watched the home run. He... I think you embarrass the pitcher when there's a long home run. The right fielder has to run back to the fence and pretend there might be a play. I hate when they just stand there because it's a massive shot over their head. You know what I'm talking about when the yeah. outfielder just famously, yes. just they know it's gone. It's I the last like, game of the season. You think he gives a crap? I feel like you show up. The, it. Yeah, I feel like you're showing up the pitcher. And that's what they were. That wasn't even that deep a home run. And the right fielder didn't try and make a play at all. Well, I mean, it was... It was 15 rows deep. It was not playable. So you pretend that, oh, I don't know, maybe it's barely going over the fence. You you help your pitcher Wait, out a little you, bit. You, you give you up gotta, a home run to Bryson Stott. Well, you also got to, like, you know, go up, like, uh, you know, Bo Jackson old highlights, like, into the outfield <laughs> to try to make, like, pretend uh, like you're making some yes, amazing play. Yes. I th- yeah, you climb. Bo actually made the play. but Yeah, no, you definitely try and jump the fence, which is the greatest play in baseball is when you can rob a home run. I, I just think Andy that you. Chavez style? Yeah, I mean, listen, we all knew that ball was way out, but the right fielder can't just stand there. I find that embarrassing. Yeah, I still think giving it up is the first problem. <laughs> yeah, maybe a bigger problem. <laughs> uh, Bryson stopped the Grand Slam in the sixth inning. It was the second in the team's postseason history. It capped off a 7-1 win for a two-game sweep of Miami. Nobody cares about your silver lining, Skip Schumacher. Most projections had us at probably less than 10% of making the playoffs. Um, I think the uh, culture changed. Uh, I believe that um, there's a new standard in that clubhouse now, and now it's up to them to protect that standard. Oh, shut up. Uh, the only thing worse than the Phillies advancing is they advance to face the Braves in a division series for the second I, October I really in a row. I hope Angel Hernandez is the umpire in this series. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't wish that upon anybody. I really Pete. could use that. that I got to be honest. Mean. That would be entertaining. I, <laughs> I know he would kill me, but. I love it. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, that would add a little. You guys, are, I'm pro Angel Hernandez. I'm just fascinated oh, to see what he's going to call. Angel, Angel Hernandez. I'm fascinated to see what he's going to call. You're the one. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, what are you, Rob Manfred? If it was a, in the front office, if the awful. Phillies were not playing, like that's an added spice. Like just a, an umpire who is going to make any random call at any given time. You don't find that like a little bit of extra interest? No, because no. Angel Hernandez has got a dinner <laughs> reservation at ten. That means he's got to ring up guys when the ball's like ten feet outside the strike zone. Also, talking about rivalry. I mean, the Bryce. Harper, I mean, he's the latest guy to go after. That would be fascinating to see. Is he in the postseason? Do we I know? Don't, I don't think he is, actually. I think <sighs> I think that was, that was part of the lawsuit, right? That he kept getting left out of postseason assignments. Uh, he, he, he Correct. Opportunities. Yeah. Pete's a big union guy. You guys will learn this. Um, how about... <laughs> How about, about labor? We like that around here. How about that union? How does that guy still work? Oh, I, Who's protecting him? I, I want that union to yeah. uh, manage everything. I want to be in the umpire's union. Right. Yeah, we get jobs for life. That's right. He's been blowing coal since 1998, at least. <laughs> at least, because I know that he blew a big coal in 98 against the Mets, but he's been blowing it for at least 20, 25 years. I don't think I've ever seen Bilotti even anywhere near mad. I think we're getting there a little yeah. bit. Oh. I think I know so, your button now. He cost the Mets the playoffs in 98. He, in he Atlanta, catch right? A fight. Yeah. 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 Oh, you haven't seen Pete mad? Have you not met Pete? Oh, get ready. <laughs> what, what, what's he get mad about? Angel Hernandez is what does it. What does he get mad about? He's just mad. Wait, really? do, you, do you have an NFL counterpart here? Like, is it, you know, Hockley's son or whatever? Oh, uh, I'm a Jet fan, so Robert Sala is my, is my oh, big fan. But there's target. not another referee, an umpire. Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. I, I actually think they do a good job in the NFL. Oh, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people have his big biceps. Makes Pete angry. No, every umpire and re- every ref now in the NFL has to look like they're, you know, trying to be Mr. Universe. Like, if you're just a regular flabby guy, like, did you guys see, and this is no shade, I'm not body shaming him, but the guy who was the referee for the Colorado USC game, he just looked like a normal average dude. And I'm <laughs> like, man, this guy's really out of yeah. shape. He should hit the gym. Uh, Carl Cheffers, you don't have a, a lot of people have a Carl Cheffers issue. <laughs> no, that guy. Not, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I'm you sure will. will at some point. I do. You I got will. a problem with Ron Tolbert and those stupid glasses he wears. Get some contacts, bro. <laughs> I like them. They're, they're kind of like throwback fashionable. It's like a 90s thing. Like Looks like you should be walking down the runway with them. <laughs> uh, what else? It, it's Diamondbacks Dodgers in the other NLDS because Arizona got its sweep in Milwaukee 5-2. The Brewers losing despite scoring first in each game. They led 2-0 last night. The By the rain- way, real quick, everybody mm. running to the altar for Craig Council after he gets swept out of the uh, first round oh, of the he'll playoffs. Be, he'll be the next Mets manager. <laughs> uh, the Rangers swept the Rays in Tampa 7-1 with Nathan Ivaldi king 8 through 6 and 2 thirds. And the Twins finished off those Blue Jays 2-0. Here's manager John Schneider wishing they didn't leave their offense in Canada. Needed to get big hits when we needed to. Um, one run in two games, one extra base hit isn't going to cut it his squad left nine men on base in each game they yeah, thanks, have now, now lost seven consecutive playoff games it's twins astros rangers o's in the alds's all four series begin on saturday so no playoff baseball today so you can focus all your attention on the bears playing yeah, football in primetime <laughs> they visit the commanders on thursday night football the NFL may punish Jamal Adams for yelling at the independent concussion doctor who kept him out of Monday night's game at the Giants. The Seahawks' safety apologized via social media yesterday. Monday was his first game in 13 months, and he got hurt on just his ninth play. And Odell Beckham Jr. back at Ravens practice yesterday after missing two games with an ankle injury. 
We're going to need better James Harden sources. This time yesterday, we were expecting Harden to join the Sixers at training camp in Colorado, but not actually participate. But there he was on the court later in the morning. New head coach Nick Nurse saying Harden looked good, did basically everything during the workout. He was gone, though, by the time the media were allowed into the gym. Messi was out again last night. He's now missed five of Inter-Miami's last six matches with that nagging leg issue. It was a 4-1 loss at Chicago. It leaves Miami five points from a playoff spot with three matches left. In non-Messi MLS matters, LAFC clinching its playoff spot with a 5-1 win over Minnesota United. And Ole Miss now down 175 grand for Saturday's win over LSU. First, it was a 100K fine for storming the field. Yesterday, the SEC tacked on 75 grand because fans threw things on the field during and after the game. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of water bottles and stuff. On Question. The yeah. How many people went to the Game 2 of the Rays series? 20,000. So, Maggie, are you still going to defend them? The national headline was nobody goes to Game 1 of the Rays series, and then the fans don't show up for Game 2, and you're still defending them? Yeah, they didn't show up for Game 2 because they basically knew that the Rays have been disappointing in the postseason uh, for the last couple of years. And well, maybe if they had more it. fans to cheer them on, they would play better. Oh, that's so lame. Why I mean, can't they throw them a bone and, like, do the, the first game, I understand, it's at 3 o'clock. Game 2, give them a chance to go. Make it at 7. Give the fans in Tampa. Give all the 65. Well, they're all retired anyway, so maybe they don't have fans. Yeah, I don't understand. Why can't people, they make other stadiums at 3 o'clock? This is not that early. Well, it is true. The reason why they can't be in primetime is because apparently they are the JV squad of Major League Baseball, so they hit them in the middle of the afternoon. I don't know. I just don't blame fans who have to drop everything suddenly to try to pay all this money to get to a baseball game. I'm realistic about that. You can still be a diehard fan and watch your team on TV. It doesn't mean you don't love the team. So a couple of things, though. Yes, they didn't know the game time until Sunday night, but they knew the game was going to be on Tuesday. They could have begun clearing yeah. Tuesday because yeah, they right. knew they were a wild card. That had been locked in. They knew they were the number one. Like, they knew a game was coming on Tuesday. And I remember my dad took me out of school to go to a Met playoff game in the afternoon yeah. in 86. There's a, there should be enough people okay. to get like 75% of that building full, no matter what the start time is. I totally understand, but like, do we need any more like evidence here that maybe the people in Tampa just like don't really want to come well, out for baseball all the time? But that's the, the problem. That's, that's the point. It's the lowest attendance in 100 years, 104 right. years. Okay. And they're building a brand yes, new that's why we're that no one's going to go to. I know, but it's like, why don't also, can baseball maybe read the room a little bit? It was only a couple years ago they were thinking about splitting the season with Montreal like they've known that the fan base you got more people come out for a Yankee spring training game because it's all the New York <laughs> transplants who moved to Tampa who are like snowbirds or whatever like you you're expecting the fan base to change now well, that's I think what we're saying like well, why is there a fan base there why is there a team there if there's no fan base well I don't know I mean take that up with Major League Baseball there's want to move the A's to Las Vegas you could have moved the Tampa Bay Rays to Las Vegas I don't know I just can't get mad at people it's their choice what they want to do with their money. Well, I'm not it mad doesn't at mean they have to go and spend it on a baseball game. I think the reason we're all pointing it out is because people are starting to wonder, like, do they want a baseball team? Because there are a lot of cities that want a baseball team and would definitely show up and support their team. So I think we're criticizing the fan base because, like, they clearly aren't into this. So know, let's but, move them. But that's the thing. It's like you can't criticize them because they've been giving you this collective shrug ho-hum about the team for years. This isn't new. Well, isn't there this fantasy that a new stadium will fix that all? Yeah, that always right. happens. Like, I think it will. 
You do? I wouldn't want to go to that dump. Yeah, that dump could be true. Dump under a dome. That's what it should be called. Tropicana Field should be called Dump Under a Dome Stadium. Okay, but that would make sense for April through September. If you're, but if you're, yeah. you, you've got to go now, no matter where they're playing. Yeah. You've yeah. got to go to the playoff game. But who wants to? You're basically like in a greenhouse, like you're a plant dying it's, at three o'clock, and it's bright, eighty-five <laughs> degrees, and you're under a roof. You're going no one for, wants to go to that. You're going for the playoffs. You're not going for the atmosphere. Yeah. So that's again, you can skip it during the regular. Season. If four people want to go because it's crappy there, I get that. But that's off the table now. You've got to go because you're just a Rays fan. And I, I, also, just, I think it's a fallacy that the uh, the stadium matters. One thing I will tell you, I think having a full house helps the team. Honestly, has to. I think it's this fans obviously can't affect anything on the field, but I think they do. I think having a hundred thousand people screaming, first of all, it scares the officials, so they make calls for the home teams. Yeah. I think it inspires a team, I, so I think it's a real competitive thing. Okay, can I just tell you, though, uh, the last time that the Rays actually made the World Series was 2020, no fans, middle of the pandemic. Clearly, this team, historically, over the last couple of years, has not cared or done better because fans were in the stadium or not in the stadium. But, God forbid they're ever bad. Then, like, four people are going to go. Well, honestly... <laughs> They probably they were more used to having no fans. The other teams were <laughs> yeah, adjusting to not having yeah, right. fans, but the Rays are like, this is the normal, the new normal. <laughs> They're used to having to be able to hear a pin drop. Meanwhile, I have to defend the fans. They do, they don't want this team. What fans? Who are you defending? You're defending right. nobody. You're defending air. Uh, yes, I'm defending air. And it's not really and empty seats. And you also said this thing about three o'clock. Someone, I'm sorry, I know we got a break, but three o'clock baseball games. When I was a kid. The playoff games were in the afternoon, and it was awesome, and all the kids could watch, and the sport grew. And now, then they moved it to middle of the night, and everybody under 60 left baseball. Okay, and here's the thing. If when you were a kid, you had TikTok, your phone, YouTube, all that, you might not actually have watched that baseball game. It was the only thing on at that time at 3.30 <laughs> in the afternoon. No. You had to watch it. There now was you Gilligan's do- <laughs> Island. I was going straight up against Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> Mash, remember Matt? I don't know. I'm, yeah, big ratings Simpsons. for Gilligan's <laughs> Island or playoff baseball. Who's gonna win? Pretty sure Bewitched was on my TV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Manfred again is an idiot because what he should do is give us Major League Baseball should secure the rights to have a Red Zone esque playoff viewing experience. All four playoff games at seven or eight o'clock. Give us a chance to pop in the action on each game. I don't know if there's enough action in baseball yeah. to support like, a red zone. No. Who the hell is sitting down to watch at 3 p.m.? Oh, now I want to now I want to tune into Blue Jays Twins at five, and then we have a seven and a nine or an eight thirty. Just oh my god. Yeah, but you would have you'd splinter the audience too much with everybody playing at the same time. They have to be spread out a That's little. That's why bit. give us a red zone viewing experience, folks. It's like, and we now go to a bottom of the fourth. It is zero <laughs> zero with nobody on and yeah. nobody out. Uh, okay, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Doesn't have the same feel as the witching hour. Uh, coming up, again, got a football player taken on the fans. Never a good idea. We'll get to that in a moment. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. All right, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. That was a spirited debate about the race fans there. I do think that part <laughs> of our one role... one ever in history. I think, you know, if you're a sports radio host, you have to either stick up for the fans or criticize them when they're out of line. I'm obviously from Philly, and we're used to booing 
uh, everybody. And but, but what we show up, Maggie, we're loyal, we're dedicated. I think honestly, Philly has a great fan base. That's what you need. You need people who are engaged, and I have no problem with booing or yelling at anybody. Now, listen, the Rays, they've been telling you. What did Oprah say? Maya Angelou, what was the quote? Uh, I think it was Maya Angelou, then Oprah took it. Uh, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. I don't think fans in Tampa were really jazzed about ever having a, a baseball team, yeah. so they're not showing up. What do you expect? You're going to start yelling at them now? I thought that was Bill Parcells. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Parcells, Maya Angelou, uh, both top of their craft. Phil is in Pennsylvania. Phil, how are you? Good morning, Maggie. Morning, Perloff. What's hey, up, bud. dude? How you doing? Awesome. I was all ready for the Phillies, but then you mentioned the Thursday night game, and I just went straight to the toilet and puked my guts out. <laughs> nasty. Uh, come on, anyway, Bears, uh, Commanders. We've we've seen yeah, worse. I know. That, that's just bad. But uh, on to the Phillies. Uh, yeah, since the Braves haven't really played a meaningful game since, uh, let's say, May, and they've been <laughs> off for an entire week, do you think Russ is going to be a big deal in an upcoming, you know, you know, series with the Phillies? Phillies have been, you know, playing, you know, trying to get a wild card spot for the past month, you know, play the past couple of games. Yep. Do you think Russ will have any issue in the series going forward? So That's all I have. Love you guys. Have a great one. So, you Thank know, you the feel. Braves, uh, so they don't repeat last year, did a bunch of simulated games reportedly. I don't know if they were going to. I don't know if they actually did them. They were worried about the same thing, yep. so they've been approaching it all differently. All I can say is, Phil, I hope that the Russ just destroys them. And they have no idea what they're doing. I mean, it's a real thing in baseball. It's funny because Seems like it, yeah. every other sport, it's a massive advantage to have some rest, like specifically the mm. NFL. Now you only have one, only the top, first uh, top seeds gets a buy in the NFL. It's been proven that is like so incredibly important to get that sort of rest. Meanwhile, baseball, it's a, it's the kiss of death because you're so into your routines and it throws guys off so much. Yeah, I feel like basketball. Some teams have had problems with that rest too. I don't. I'm not quite sure in the current format why that would matter. <laughs> Considering load management, I thought rest is the like the only thing that matters in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually follow this. People trying to predict postseason baseball. It's one of the hardest things to do in sports. Yeah, it's easier to pick a golf tournament. Uh, they always <laughs> get it wrong. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's not just talent. They're so it's a rhythm sport, as you said. Guys are so routine oriented. So we're talking about the fans, and we're talking about uh, what's going on in Tampa. Right here in New York, Evan Neal, who is a young offensive lineman for the New York Giants, decided to take on the fans. He was asked about fans booing when they played against the Kansas City. No, when they played against the, who they play last week? The Seahawks. Seahawks, thank you. Uh, he said, why would a lion concern himself with the opinion of sheep? He said to NJ.com, the person that's commenting on my performance, what does he do? Flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere. Now, he later apologized on social media, saying the frustration got the best of him. The fact that people and athletes are still doing this is mind-boggling to me. The what do you do? Like, my life's so great, you've got to go back to your life, fan. I can't believe that athletes could be this short-sighted and blockheaded that they are still doing this kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Who do you who do you think pays that huge salary you have, Evan Neal? That's why. And particularly, I understand that he's sensitive. He's been getting ripped a lot. He's a young player. But the word in here is not good. Like, honestly. Flipping hamburgers? Like, How elitist sheep? do you sell? Sheep? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I do think there's uh it's a delicate balance. Obviously, sometimes you feel stupid as a fan. Why are you putting all this energy and emotion into these grown men who are millionaires who are playing a football game? 
Like, I think we all have to buy into the fact that overall it's pretty stupid, but you can't just call, if you call us cheap and say the whole thing's a joke, then why are we going to pay for the tickets? Why are we gonna, Why am I paying for Sunday ticket if you think we're cheap? Well, and also, I'm sorry, yeah. it's not college football anymore. You're not at Alabama anymore yeah. where people are going to cheer you and treat you like a god no matter what happens. And also, you win all the time because you're at Alabama. But this is the pros, man. People are going to boo you. You're going to get ripped at times. And that's part of handling the pressure at the next level. And the other crazy thing is you got to know where you're playing. I know the Giants made the playoffs last year, but the five years before that, they were literally one of the worst teams in the NFL, and those yeah. fans kept showing up. So know your know your fan yeah. base. Here. I mean, I think that Alabama fan base is probably a little even more intense than the Giants fan base. You might have more pressure in Alabama, but uh, he actually has been really bad. He this blocked is, his own guy during yeah, the game. He this blocked is Darren Waller is on his own team. I think I'm overjudging him, but I, I actually thought, I'm like, I don't think this guy's going to turn it around. Like, I'm not <laughs> sure with that attitude that he's going to be a good player. This dude might be in trouble. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.